Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminator. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, it's been a while. But uh I think we got we got we got a basketball team. We're starting to form a team with warm bodies. Because the last pod that we had, we had coaches, but we had no transfer players yet. On the last pod, we had like eight spots available, right? I believe, yeah, because we had five players. We had five scholarship players. Yeah. And we had breaking news this week before all, you know, we had some breaking news. Yeah. Brandon Martin is in the transfer (laughs) portal. I think we have to lead off the pod with our boy, Brandon Martin. In the transfer portal. What took him so long, Sumter? What was he mulling over? I don't know. Was he, maybe whether or not he could get a scholarship? Did he have to finish school? I need to check to see if college finished up. I don't know. Is he trying to finish some classes? Of the things that I was caring about and reading about, Brandon Martin staying as a walk-on or not was not one of them. Not, it didn't even come up in your mind? I, I saw the tweet and I... Chuckled and then, and then saw you the, and then Jordan. you put your phone down and said, "What's yeah. on TV?" I thought it would have been absolutely hilarious if uh, he stayed a walk on at Carolina, announced that he was staying a walk on at, at Carolina on Twitter and hashtagged it loyal. Ooh, that would have been that would have been juicy. That would have that would have really that would have really given me some respect for Brandon Martin. Well, all of our listeners want to know, Sumter, where do you think Brandon Martin is going to end up for his last? year in college Boston basketball college. or UMass <laughs> yeah. are you just trying to be I, I funny was, I was trying to be funny UMass he's gonna go to UMass but hey UMass fans think that Frank Martin's great what happens when he plays his walk-on son in pivotal minutes what happens when Brandon Martin's good in the A-10 oh <laughs> man I think I ticked off half of our listeners when I said you know do you want us to bring some UMass content to the pod did we get emails about this? I had three emails, and it was very clear <laughs> that no one gives two cents. That's incorrect, because 50% of our pod does. Hey. Well, no one else complained. That's true. The, the people that were loud, they said, please, no UMass content. So, that might be the last UMass content we talk about. There we we can't lose our loyal listeners. That's true. Anyway, we got some commitments from players. Yeah, and so I think we need to talk about th- this is this is the point of us doing a podcast today. Well, I also just love talking to you and we us recording it. Sure, it's but fun I'm not feeling the love, but that's fine. <laughs> we'll we'll get All right. we'll get moving. So, so we got a commitment from from the last pod we had. We were leading, I would say, with Hayden Brown from Citadel. Yeah, we were pretty confident he was going to come here. It just needed to he needed to announce, and he did. And he. Was the preseason SoCon Player of the Year? No. He didn't get it at the end. Do you know why? I don't. A, another guy in the transfer portal that could be coming here, one Player of the Year. There we go. But what, we don't want to break that news yet. Okay. So Hayden Brown committed eighteen points a game, um, almost ten rebounds a game. Is it pretty good if you average a double double at any level of basketball? It's better than not. Is it better than the Skiza One A League in South Carolina? Yes. So the Ben Lippin, Cardinal Newman, Heathwood Hall crowd. You just went straight to you playing high school basketball, didn't you? I was a JV champion. Yeah, okay. 
wasn't good then enough you, for then, varsity. Then you took your talents to First Baptist. I took, and then you got me kicked out of the First Baptist. <laughs> That's a story for basketball league. Yeah, <laughs> we need to probably bring that up. That oh, is basketball man. related. It, it, it sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> we'll save that for another pod. Anyway, Hayden Brown, six five, two twenty five. I think you can. Could you pencil him in at small forward? You got any problems with that starting? Oh, I think he's going to start at the three. And he kind of, I've watched a little tape on him. If, if he doesn't start at the three, it might lead next year as the modern exterminating what's bugging me. Well, I have a feeling that he could play a little four in a pinch. That's fine. Like a Michael Carrera yeah. situation. Yeah. But hey, if he can score points, make three pointers and shoot free throws like he does. That's great. He might be instantly better than anyone we else had at free throws except for Eric Stevenson. Yeah, the, the guy he's replacing at the three. Interesting. Yeah. Bold fact. All right, Hayden Brown from Citadel Starter. We got our small forward. That was the first commitment. And he actually signed today on Thursday. We're recording this pod. So he is officially signed, sealed, and delivered. There we go. Is that a song? I think, yeah, I'm yours. Stevie somewhere. Wonder. Come on, yeah. man. I, I had it. We got to bring the culture to the pod. Okay. Anyway, who was our second commitment of the week? <laughs> You're testing me in the order that they came. It, it's my, Johnson out of Ohio State. It's my all-time favorite name. Michi? Michi Johnson. Michi, Michi Johnson. Meech. I mean, can't you imagine next year just screaming Meech? Michi. All, all, all 5,000 of us? Um. Well, ooh, are you doubling the crowd that we had last year? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. It was always it was it was funny being a um, being a Darren Horn basketball fan. There are a few of us out there. I imagine some of our listeners are these people. But being a Darren Horn season ticket holder, it was funny listening to people in the crowd say Bruce at the Colonial Life Arena, right? And then listening to it happen at Williams Bryce and the <laughs> and the difference in the in the a little bit louder at the little, football game. A little bit louder. It was a little bit louder. Are you saying that our catching of t-shirts might go down next year? I think it's going to stay the same. I caught two this year, and one I stole from a twelve-year-old Kentucky fan and gave it to a twelve-year-old Gamecock fan. Let's, let's just be, to be very yes. clear. Yes, let's be very clear. So I did I redeem myself? That was fine. That was fair trade. You think any Kentucky fans get you know mad listening to the pod about that? Uh, if they're Kentucky fans, they need they to need the to pod. find a better pod. Uh, no, they're welcome here. We, you know, if they want to find out about if they want to hear what we have to say about South Carolina basketball, they can waste their time. We don't break the news. We just talk about the news three or four days later. Yes, that's right. We're like last week tonight. Sure. Trying to bring up some. <laughs> All right, man, you're not liking my references. All right, so Michi Johnson was a top player out of Ohio two years ago was the f- number one point guard in the, I believe the 2020 class. Yeah. Has the talent, had some injuries in high school, still was one of the top point guards in the state. Kind of, kind of rode the bench, kind of backup point guard for two years at on, Ohio state on rivals. He, he was a four star. Um, Do we get many four stars around here? Um, we Frank recruited a few Darren Horn recruited a few. But uh, from in the transfer portal, we generally don't get a ton of guys who are four stars. So we it's it's okay to get excited about a four yeah. star power five this, commitment. This guy has the pedigree to be a good to be a really good point guard. And his name is Michi, which you're excited about. 
really, I might buy a t-shirt. You know, with NIL, he could have a t-shirt line. How mad will you be when his t-shirt line has Johnson on the back? Not going to be as happy <laughs> as the Meech. Yeah. But uh, but so, so, so we get him, and then we land another one. A 6'6 point guard yeah. from Coastal Carolina, which my wife say, is saying it's going to be her favorite player because he's from Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. I believe is how they say it and, out there. And we think we're going to try to get his name right. I'm going to let you pronounce it. Get, get, give it out there. What do we got? Don't you have to look at it, don't you? Abrima Diva. Abrima Diva. That's what we're going with. We're not saying that is the right pronunciation. That's just what we kind of came up with in, in reading the name. Six six point guard. He was on the Coastal Carolina team that beat the Tar out of us. Yeah. In Conway, South Carolina. It, 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 he only had five points, but he had like six rebounds, few assists. He says, you know, stacks the, what do you call it? Stuffs the stat sheet. I mean, that was more points than, you know, Keyshawn Bryant or Jermaine Cousinard that night. But Keyshawn's going to the NBA, so let's go. just be clear about <laughs> yeah. that. Would you say Keyshawn only hit 50% of his dunks this year? It was, it it only felt like 50%, but it was higher. But would you say just he missed more than five dunks this year? It could have been, it could have been up there. the ones that he missed just... They feel like he missed. Like they just feel worse. But Abrima Diba has size. I mean, when you when you hear six six point guard, do you think PJ Dozier? That's what I think about. Yeah, has the length, and you can always teach a player that has the size. You know, this kid, to play some basketball. This kid's not going to be PJ Dozier. Well, I think that's setting the bar a little high. Now. It's a dream for him to be the PJ Dozier for two weeks in March back in 2017. That would be amazing. Go Best point guard on the floor for for two weeks. Yeah. Um. But so. Um. But eight points, four point eight rebounds. I think him and Michi will be battling for point guard. And so this is this is really exciting because we we have a backcourt coming together now. We got four. We've got four guys on the team now that I feel that I feel like can handle the ball are going to play guard. Um, we're probably going to start Michi Johnson. Right. Um, and then we've got Diva. Jacoby Wright's still on the team. Hopefully he has a big jump. Sophomore years when you make yeah. the jump. And then um, and then I'm leaving out a guy. Oh, Chico Carter. And then we have Chico Carter who might get some more playing time now that everybody's. And so we're starting to have the semblance of a backcourt. Uh, and the other thing that this really does, and the other thing that I really like about getting Hayden Brown as well, is that the the – this really fills some of the holes that we have to where from a recruiting standpoint now, or whatever you call recruiting the transfer portal, you, you know, now um, it's just a couple of big guys and the most talented player you can get at, at, at whatever position. Cause the, cause the backcourt was completely depleted right? with everybody leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we basically had, and then, uh, we we have some bodies. We got bodies of, of big guys, right? We have three big guys that I mean, Josh Gray probably yeah. played the most. And, Minot and, had a little bit of minutes, and then was it Benson? Yeah, didn't we play don't much. Want to start Josh Gray and Minot, but but you they don't can, mind them off the bench. Don't mind them off the bench, and and honestly, it's it would not surprise me at all if Josh Gray can 
if Josh Gray becomes good enough to turn himself into a starting big man. Right. You know, like, like that wouldn't be surprising. But we need a couple of big guys, and we need um, – and I think we need another a, another score, you, you know. Uh, and so – So we have three players committed, one signed, and we have a four or five, you know, we're in the top three for a couple guys. Someone big hit the portal this week from UT Chattanooga. Yeah, so so this is the this is the guy that I'm most excited about. And I think every other college in D1 basketball is going to be going after him. So the, the Malachi Smith from uh, UT Chattanooga, SoCon Player of the Year. Yes, uh, is beat out Hayden Brown. He did right, and um, I'm assuming we're going to at least be in his top two or three. Schools just because we have literally his whole coaching staff. Right. But they were saying on the radio today on 107.5 The Game, they were talking about would he rather go to a school that's probably going to make the NCAA tournament and be a little more profile because he's trying to make the NBA. He's got two years to play left. If he came here. He would be the star. We can can make the NCAA tournament. He'd be our shooting guard. in, in, In at least the second year. Right. And, I mean, depending on. Like I mean, his team made the NCAA tournament out of the SoCon, right? Um, his team made the NCAA tournament out of the SoCon, and we've just added one of the other best SoCon players in the country last. In, Are in we going to be the best SoCon the SEC SOCon, team there is? The SoCon All Stars. Ooh, I like that. Well, okay, so I don't know the answer to this off the top of my head. Okay, sorry to all you SoCon fans out there. Got a lot of them. Um, Winthrop in the SoCon? No, I think they're in the Southern. The Southern. Isn't so. that They're, the Southern? No. Isn't the SoCon the Southern Conference? We need to look this up. Is Winthrop in the Big South? Ooh, that could be better. Okay. The SoCon is the Southern Conference. Don't abbreviate shame me. <laughs> so, 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 or what you're saying is, yes. I mean, we do have Google. We could go and Google this. But thing. hey, Malachi Smith, almost 20 points a game, six rebounds for a guard. I mean... I think we would take him, and he would be the star of our team. And it would kind of, if we get his commitment, that would kind of make a big splash. That would probably be our big first splash transfer commitment player under Lamont Paris. Yes, that this would if this would this would be the biggest. This might be the biggest like thing that could happen for us being. Better next year than we were this year. Like if if he can do this, I think there's. A Are chance. you saying he's better than Eric Stevenson, or Jermaine Cousinard? He could be, yes. Or Keyshawn Bryant. Um. Yes, yes, and and uh, Winthrop is in the Big South. You were right. So so which because we have one other guy coming out of. Uh, um, that's a target that's going to be visiting this weekend, right? Well, he's going to be visiting the next week. DJ Burns, former commitment of the team, but he decommitted and then went with t- Tennessee first year of college and then spent the last two years at Winthrop. Looks like a, I mean, I believe he averaged 16 points a game, eight, seven or eight rebounds a game for Winthrop from Rock Hill from the state would be a huge pickup. And we really need a power forward Center is if we get Malachi Smith would be our shooting guard. We need power forward center. I would say starter power forward and centers is what we need because we have three spots left. Right. If I can count. When I said eight spots, 
the two freshmen. Uh, who, we have two incoming freshmen for the freshman committed. class are signed. Who, who are still signed. Right. That are, that are still committed. The 6'6 guy from Charlotte and the 6'8 point guard from, I believe, Denmark, South yeah. Carolina, and the the magic number is thirteen, right? Thirteen scholarships. Right? And so we and so we still have Gray, Benson, Benat, Wright, and Carter on scholarship, right? And that's Chico Carter, not Devin Carter. So sad. Um, and uh, which means that will the two freshmen that are coming in, right? Takes us to seven. Thirteen minus seven. We've got room for six transfers. And we've just gotten three. That's so right. We've got three more spots. So, and I think we just got announced today the uh, one of the center power forward centers from UCF. We've made his top two, Jamil, 6'10", 285 for UCF. Only averaged three points a game, two rebounds. Didn't get a lot of minutes, but 6'10", 285, That's a body. Yeah. I I think that's bigger than Josh Gray. <laughs> That looks good coming off the bus. So we'll see what happens with him. But I wouldn't if, if, mind if he, if he comes here. If he comes here, the uh, the the listeners modern exterminating what's bugging us is next season is going to be you talking about these guys that have bodies but can't catch a basketball. Hey, the most important thing in basketball, I'm assuming, is catching the ball when it's passed to you, it's, right? It's putting it in the bucket. It's all about buckets. But about hey, buckets. To, to make a bucket when you're a big man, usually you got to catch the ball. At least when it's coming on. It, Unless you get the rebound when it's coming off the board. That's true. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But would you be okay with, we'll take the 6'10 center from UCF, DJ Burns from Winthrop, and Malachi Smith? You yes. cool with those last three transfers? That's, that's a basketball team. That's got that's – got, uh, That's a, I think you can got, start all those transfers and you have our other guys and freshmen off the bench. So what I really like about this this team is uh, Malachi Smith is 6'4". Right. Okay. Um Ibram Deba. That's right. Okay. Abrima Deba. Abrima Deba. That's right. Deba is six six, um, and then Hayden Brown is a wing that can play big, and so we could if the if the um, if the bigs aren't that good, if the bigs aren't that good, then what we could do is we could roll three guards with size and bump. Uh, we could we could roll three guards and bump Hayden Brown up to the four, right? And then just throw one of your bodies out there, you know, like, and then just throw a Josh Gray out there protecting the middle. I'll admit, I am actually getting really excited about basketball now with these commitments and these maybe future players my, coming in. My excitement is assuming we can get Malachi Smith, right? And and so I'm going to be bummed. he would be the focal point. I'm, I'm going to be bummed if we can't, but I'm going to be bummed if we can't get get Malachi Smith. Um, it is possible that a better program than us is going to win. Like Kentucky out. or somebody, they, if he promised them starting minutes, see, when you come here, you can play, play. He averaged 33 minutes a game for UT Chattanooga. He could play more than that if he wanted. It's, I mean, and you're now, if he still likes his coaches, I wouldn't, I mean, we got to at least have a chance. If we don't get Malachi Smith, it is going to be tough to score the ball next year. It's going to be, the scoring is going to be a taller. Well, Let's just get him, and it'll be no big deal. In, but but uh, but if we get him, if we get him, him and Hayden Brown could be the one of the better you know scoring combos that we've we've had in a, in a while. Don't forget about Michi. Yeah, he's running the show. Could he have those Frank Booker numbers? Remember when Frank Booker transferred in, had like only two three points a so, game, and then came in and dominated. 
I don't want to. I want. I want to see that when it happens. I don't want to get excited about a shooter with great numbers because and great name because uh, Chico Carter, you, you know, like did not deliver on his forty two percent from three. Well, Sumter, it's hard for players to score a lot of points when they only play two to three minutes a game. Sure. So we need to forget about the Frank Martin playing. You know, the church basketball. Make sure everyone's. You know, parents that are in the stands players play at least a few minutes in, in, including uh including making sure the coach's son gets some, that's right gets so if lamont too. paris plays his you know starters the best players you know 30 plus minutes and don't doesn't play walk-ons instant hit with me <laughs> what if what if he discovers a diamond in the rough walk-on i mean there's not many brian steels that are just laying around you know what i mean true. umass assistant coach brian Steele. I bet he I good. Bet he, good for Brian. He got a job. You know what I, I mean. I bet he works. Frank took I, care of him. I bet Brian Steele coaches for the Gamecocks in some capacity Ooh. before his career. Is that started. a bold statement? Uh, maybe as an assistant, but, okay. but just like like I I bet that he I bet we see him back in in the Colonial Life Arena before his career is done. Okay. Um. But anyway, we have a few more transfers that are looking at us. There's a K State player. And not the K State player that got a eight hundred thousand dollars from Miami and a car, right. different Kansas State guard. And then we're up uh, Max Clemson, Clemson from Walford. He's looking at us. He's visited. We'll see what happens there. But you know the GBO pod would really like the Malachi Smith, DJ Burns, and the UCF center. That would be a good finish out for the last three spots on the team. You okay with that? Yeah. Like, like I would be Malachi Smith and any two guys and any two bodies really, I, I'm okay with. And uh, it would be fun running running clips of Malachi Smith standing next to Hayden Brown trying to sell tickets next year, calling them the SoCon All Stars. Ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Can we make some shirts? We oh yeah. I we, need, we need to check with our money guy. Yeah, Glenn, need, Glenn Matthews yeah. of Modern Exterminating. <laughs> We call him Mr. Bones. He brings the bones to the podcast. I, I, I've never referred to him like that at all. You don't ever want to call another guy Mr. Bones? <laughs> now now it's getting awkward. Uh, here yeah. we go. All right. So uh, one other tidbit of uh, recruiting news that occurred. What's that? Um, Gigi Jackson committed. Who's that? Right. Gigi Jackson, The would you call it the saga of Gigi Jackson over the last year? I'm glad it's over. Well, it's not technically over. You know why? Because he didn't reclassify, so he could easily decommit. He's he's not signing with UNC. He's committed to UNC. And what can someone like play a video for him of Seventh Woods yeah. going to UNC? Yeah. Is that relevant? That's very relevant. I mean, do you want to end up your career at Morgan State? <laughs> no, no. At that the is MIAC? Not, that is not what Gigi Jackson wants. Hey, I'm just saying, your parents, you know, you live in Northeast Columbia, you go to Ridgeview, wouldn't you want to just go down to school a few miles down the road? Yeah. Clearly not. Hey, if Lamont Paris has a good first year, I mean, there's always a possibility right. until he signs. But for the moment, at least, the Gigi Jackson saga is over. Well, there was an article written this week by Jamie Shaw of On3.com, the Gamecock Central Boys. And what did this article say? It was the timeline of the pretty much the last year of Gigi Jackson. Right. And the schools that led for his services at different right. quarters of the year. Right. 
and and there's a and there's a claim in there that he was silently committed to us. Well, and going to reclassify. Right? Let's just say that after that LSU game, which would you say was the best game of the year? That was that was the high point of the basketball. The season. Legends weekend game, also the weekend that I was in a bed and breakfast. Yeah, which. Maybe I need to get more bed and breakfasts. A lot of people love the pod, have sent me some requests on the bed and breakfasts. They kind of want to have more insight on okay. those. You don't seem interested in it. Anyway, Gigi Jackson had a great visit and supposedly told our coaches that he was coming to the University of South Carolina. But I think that's like assistant coaches or Frank saying that for this article. That's just my guess. They didn't say that Gigi Jackson said it. Or his family said it. But if he was going to be committed to South Carolina, why not publicly commit? Yeah. And kind of, I mean, I'm going to say this, maybe save Frank's job. Yeah. It's a possibility that could have happened. I do not think Tanner would have been able to fire Frank if Jackson was committed. Are you saying that, are you making a comment that Ray Tanner is not a good AD? We've never talked about that. I am making a comment that he's not a good AD. Okay. If Jackson was committed, and man, this this is a hot take. Okay. Okay. If Gigi Jackson was committed, we still should have fired Frank. Ooh. I I realize that it wouldn't have happened, and I realize that people are going to disagree with me. Right. But uh, but just that Frank's performance since the Final Four just just showed that that, that he had that he had plateaued, and that there was he wasn't going to change. We still, and there was no guarantee that Jackson was going to turn this team around. Right. And and it was potentially going to even be another another year like there's no guarantee that he'd be able to reclassify either uh and so it was going to be another season like two more seasons of frank basically waiting for you know jackson to save us um yeah i'm bummed that he but, didn't come to south carolina but what have we said all year you don't keep a coach for a player yeah, but but just like we can we can be successful without Gigi Jackson. I know, but imagine two more years of Frank just for one player. I I, I don't want to. I I still think we should have fired him. If, if we might lose some of our twenty five hundred fans. Yeah, if that would have happened. I mean, that's fine. Um, I feel like I've been pretty consistent on my feelings towards Frank. And if you wanted to keep Frank for Gigi Jackson, that is at least a reason. That is a reason that I can understand. That is a reason, but I will never agree there, to it. There are two reasons. There are two reasons for keeping Frank. Uh, he took us to the Final Four, and that gives him some amount of grace period. And at some point in time, and and some people might have thought that that grace period was infinity, you know. But uh, but that that was a reason that I disagreed with. But I can understand why somebody thinks that. If you wanted to keep Frank for Gigi Jackson, I understand why you think that. I still think we should have let him go. Even if Jackson was public was publicly committed, um, but the other thing here, and there's no getting around this. Bryce, are you from Northeast Columbia? I am Northeast Columbia. Okay, someone has actually said that to my face. Sure, and so, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you grew up a Gamecock fan. That is a fair statement. When my parents right. went there, and I've went to all the games all my life. Now, if you decided. That you wanted to go play for North Carolina. Okay. And you were a top 10 recruit coming out of Ridgeview High School. Okay. Um, and then the, but South Carolina was on your list. Right. And then as the job of the head coach that was recruiting you kind of unravels and the situation gets really messy, 
why would you not say you were coming? Because then it lets you off the hook for leaving town. You're right. Like that's a good point. Like like why would you not say you were coming if if you're Jackson or Jackson's people that you were going to come and play for Frank but then once the program because then everybody's mad at Tanner, no one is mad at you. Everyone is cool. Every the, the the people that are mad about the Gigi Jackson commitment are mad at the university for firing Frank right. and they're mad at people like you and me who thought Frank should be fired. Right. That's the, that's who they're mad at. They are not mad at Jackson. It's come out great. But it, now Gigi's a little I guess everyone's mad at everybody now. Now everyone's mad. <laughs> sure. But but uh, I don't think Gigi Jackson is. He's going to North Carolina. Hey, good for him. I mean, you know, yeah. let's see what happens. You know, you always want players that want to be at the university. I know that players go to colleges for coaches, but I also want to have players that want to be at the university too. Right. That's just – but I'm a, I grew up a Gamecock fan, so maybe I have a biased opinion. Do you know what Frank Martin could have done? What's that? Gone to the Final Four and then recruited a top ten. How about just, 10 how about just like make, the, po- how about just make the postseason one time? Yeah, but just like, like North Carolina went to the Final Four last year, and guess what they're doing? They're signing top ten recruits. And they have some history, would you say? They do. More than us. They have a player, I forgot his name, Michael Jordan. Yeah, sure. They've won some national titles. Would you say Michael Jordan did the better Space Jam movie? Did you even see the LeBron oh, James Space I, I, did, Jam I did not watch the LeBron James You did Space not Jam. miss much. Uh, yeah. You don't have a lot of insight on that. We'll save that for the next pod. I love the Michael Jordan Space Jam movie. Welcome to the Space Jam. Anyway, so that was the news this week. No women's news. Yeah. Is it no news is good news for the ladies, right? Sure. I mean, yeah, like what they've got they've got a couple of top 15 players. They Oh, there is a little news. They did have a concert. Darius Rucker had his concert and had Nelly open and you weren't allowed to go well our boy glenn matthews from modern exterminating got in there man he knew somebody you you you're gonna I, I, <laughs> you're gonna I, piss glenn off hey <laughs> i was upset i texted glenn i wanted to be there but hey he said it was a good show i'm sure it was i mean nelly no, nelly, nelly was a part of our high school and, memories I mean, right yeah Darius, when did Country Grammar come out? 2000, 2001? Uh, uh, yeah, that sounds right. I was about a freshman freshman or sophomore in high school. Yeah, that sounds right. It was a good album. It's pretty good. Was Hot in Here on Country Grammar? I think so. I think, I think It. I think Hot in Here. I think St. Louis. Or Ride With Me, excuse me. Ride With Me. Um, was on there. Um, EI was on there. Ooh, good memory. Um, it, there were like 20 songs on Country Grammar. I mean, it was probably his best album. If Ride With Me was on there, it was definitely his best album. Right. Darius Rucker performed. Darius is a very great alumni it's of fantastic. the university where he can just say, hey, you yeah. mind if I have a concert to celebrate a championship? Yeah. Well, yeah we'll put 18,000 people in yeah. a, you know arena for you. Sure. Do you know what we, we should not do? What's that? Make Darius Rucker a paid position at the University of South Carolina. Is he qualified to be the AD at South Carolina? <laughs> let's, let's, I don't even want to, this is giving, I've already be, become. Can we make him a board member? That would be fine. Would you replace Alex English with Darius Rucker? I mean, I like Alex English. 
He, he liked Frank, but he I'm not going to hold that against him. I mean, he is a, I forgot what high school he went to. Dreer High School. He went to Dreer. Would you say that's a pretty good school? Yeah. It's a very good school. All right. Great. Yeah. Well, that happened this week for the ladies. You know, hopefully one day the men will have a concert for Darius Rucker celebrating a national championship. Do you think we'll have that in our lifetime? So. I don't know why you're thinking about this. Well, I've just tried to I've just tried to put the about a years into perspective. So right? we're both thirty six. Yeah, yeah, but see, but see, we have to base this off of Darius Rucker's lifetime. Ooh, so Darius <laughs> is probably what in his fifties, late fifties, maybe. He was at Carolina in what the late eighties, is that right? Early nineties, I think it okay. was like ninety ninety one. So he could have also been at Carolina in the late eighties. Could have been okay, like like he could have been there at eighty eight, eighty nine. I don't too. like it when you correct me. <laughs> uh so, so, so if that, if, if so, Darius is probably born or sometime in the early 70s, between 70 and 75. So that could put him in the late so 50s. He's, he's, he's 10 to 15 years older than us. He's probably 15 years older than us. He's probably got what a good no, 20 years of singing. Oh, but, but, but also, by the way, if, if, if he had surpassed, like, like, even even if I, I I believe that Darius Rucker will be timeless, I I need that to be clear on this pod. I, I'm not trashing Darius. So Rucker. no hot takes here. I, okay, I've, <laughs> I've already been more negative than I ever wanted to be about BJ Mackey. I don't want to then go do this about Darius Rucker. Right, Darius Rucker is timeless. Even if he's even if he can't sing, he'd still come do it. Right, <laughs> you know. So eighty year old Darius in the out next there. twenty or thirty years. Does South Carolina basketball win a national title? No, I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and you, we even said it back in the Final Four. We keep going back, but when we said we were there, we we're never going back. That was a. I don't even think that was a hot take at the time. That that was that was what everyone was saying. Mm, what could have been? No, what was? What was? Yeah. What was? But could have been pretty close to a Darius Rucker yeah. concert. Yeah. That we couldn't go to unless we, you know somebody. Yeah. But anyway, that's it for the pod this week. You know, we had another week hiatus, but you know, once we have a few commits, we'll we'll bring we come back to you. If we have another three commits, we got to have another pod talking about those players. Yeah. Once the roster, we'll put another pod up once the roster finals out, and then and then we'll probably wind it down for basketball season. And maybe you know. Maybe we have to talk about UMass filling out their roster. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Let's see where the wind takes us. The only reason we will talk about UMass filling out the roster is if Brandon Martin goes there and we want to make a, a funny and we want to make one more funny joke to annoy our listeners. All right, that's it for this week's of the pod. Go Cox. GBO out. <laughs>